the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Got some uh, information for you to see what you think about this uh, story just breaking today. Uh, it, Nike pulled in nearly $2 billion from China in the fourth quarter. How's that one for you? Nike assures customers they don't use forced labor, and the strongest <laughs> terms they appear to use about it is concern. Also from the story, the footwear giant behind the iconic Just Do It marketing campaign says it is. Now, I want you all to think about what we talked about last week and how China says you got to be all in about China, right? Yeah. Here's what Nike said about China. It says it is, quote, of China and for China Mm -hmm. for the foreseeable future. Of the government, for the government, by the government. So they've they've sworn their allegiance. I mean, does that make you want to run out and buy some Nike shoes as an no, American? No, it doesn't. It makes as me not, not want them at all. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it makes me want not of to. Of China, for China. Yep. They're of Don't China and for China. Okay. Just right out in the open. Though. Well, and I, th- and I think from what, I, from what I've heard is that the, the Chinese people are a lot more prone to being very loyal to their government as opposed to a lot of us will well they are we'll, we'll they're prone out. to be loyal because if they're not well, they yeah, disappear I mean, what, they're right, prone right. to be dead Dog yeah or whatever <laughs> right they, it's, right yeah, right i think that's that is part of it but i think part of it is they're just so immersed in this government worship more than we are more even more than we are i mean cause even with ch- children going to public schools here that's that's a pretty strong immersion into government adoration but but in, in Chinese culture, I think it's even more. I'm so. gonna be honest. I don't think it's government. It's government. You think, you think uh, it's just the coercion? coercion. No, I think it's the coercive nature of the government giving people checks of two and three and six thousand dollars. I mean, you oh, could right get now. up to six thousand dollars this last ride if you had enough kids. Yeah, or more. You know, it's it's crazy. Yeah, we're yeah. doing it. By Do the you way, have to be married? Uh, no, uh, no, 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 <laughs> absolutely no, not. No, you, Probably not no. going to get much at all if you're married. Yeah. yeah. You have to get a divorce so you can get more you can money. Get a um, divorce. <laughs> you know, oh. sometimes it's better if you don't have a husband at home. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was being cynical. I, I know it's that way. I've had people that work for me that got a divorce and uh, didn't change anything in their no, lifestyle or no. living together. Yep. But they just changed the paperwork so they could get more money. Better benefits, right? So, right. so I, Don't I, go to, come to work early or... You know, don't do be more professional at your job. Just uh, or just change, change yeah, your, well, change especially your, if you got social security. Change mm-hmm. your marriage license because if right. you yeah. get married, 
then they add your Social Security together, and you might get less than what you would get if you stay unmarried and live together and get your Social Security separately. So our government incentivizes the breakup of the home. That's exactly right. Isn't that that what we always say? If you want less of something, you tax it. If you want more of something, you don't tax it. So you couple that with the government declaring that, um, oh, by the way, if you're homosexual, we'll call that marriage, too. And so it, you just you, you, you bring all this stuff together. And why do we care if government declares that now, now, somebody's married at this now, point? Paul, that because it's just so incredibly messed up at this point when government says that someone's married why does it matter? Because what they say is stupid hogwash. Well, that, that, that brings up an interesting dynamic. You, th- you think about it like this. and I'm, I'm serious. So it, when uh, this uh, whole great society, you know, you got to get the man out of the house. So now if you have a, a um, uh, homosexual couple, uh, lesbian couple, however you want to put two women that are married and they come. And so the government comes, <laughs> they should be able to get welfare pretty easily because there's no man there's in the no house. Man in the house. You know, right? You think there's no man in the house? <laughs> Who knows? What I'd like to ask is, how did the government get involved in marriage to start with? I mean, at well, what for, point made them the authority? It was. Uh, it was on, actually on marriage. It, yeah. it was actually uh, to promote marriage because uh, uh, marriage is uh, a stabilizing force for any society. So when you when you look at it, because marriage when it began, really began, it, it was not really a. Uh, a religious thing from from that standpoint. Now, there's a whole lot more that goes to it than just that one statement. But but each as society, let's let's move forward way past Adam and Eve. But societies understood that if you really want to grow and have a stable society, you needed a you needed marriage. Sure, and so and was the, a stabilizing yeah. force for any community to grow and to become successful. A husband, wife in that environment is the building block of a community. And, and, and so, government needs to at least recognize marriage, whether or not they actually have any interaction. You know, having, marriage, to get, really, having to get a marriage license is kind of perverse. But. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, that's because on the positive side, they re- recognize that marriage was that stabilizing yep. force. Right. Yeah. And so it, well, it's I good for the country. That's the system that God set up. <laughs> yeah. Except that Lyndon Baines Johnson and the Great Society, the Great Society. destroyed the black family. Yeah, Lyndon Bain, that great Republican, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for so, those of you who were but, being uh, <laughs> facetious there, he was so a Democrat. Maybe, maybe you can answer this, Iverson. The, mm-hmm. Somebody was telling me that licensing actually came about because government was trying to keep blacks and whites from marrying each other. Is that... No, no, have, you ever, not, have you heard I, that? No, I've never heard that. As a matter of fact, let's we're talking about. Let's strictly talk about America mm-hmm. here. And when you talk about marriage between, uh, and I'll use this term just for clarity, mm-hmm. races. Right. Um, of course, in the Democrat Party controlled South, that right. was just not allowed. But in other parts of the country, it was allowed. It wasn't so much about whether mm-hmm. you were black or white. It was about your economic status. Mm-hmm. So they didn't yeah. want well, – people wanted to maintain uh, – Sustainability. They wanted to sustain <laughs> you know, their, their neighborhoods, and they right. didn't want someone poor in their society. Mm-hmm. Um, so right. they didn't want someone poor marrying someone that of means. You mm-hmm. had to own land to vote, didn't you? Well, you had to pay at, taxes. At one point, you had, you had, had, yes, right. yeah, you had to own land. Right. Actually, you did have and to so, own land. And so, right? so, so, so it wasn't so much – you can go back and look this up uh, in the 17th century even, uh, mm-hmm. blacks and whites. In, in, did marry. Um, 
the colonies mm-hmm. did marry. Didn't marry. Yeah, but not in the South. Right. They okay. didn't. Well, so it's so, more about status. If you were, if, if you were, um, you, you you look white to me. I'm, I got my shades I'm, on, I'm, but you still I'm look kind of white. Up, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you you if you if you were <laughs> if you were if you were a lower class white, right. They would not let you marry. Let's use this term as someone that you know a, a, a bourgeoisie. Yeah. Outside, yeah. You couldn't outside. marry outside of, of your class. class. class yeah. Right. Right, and, and so, but even, even from what I understand, there were some relatively popular religious institutions that would actually teach that there was a, a biblical argument against interracial marriage. You, you, I, there's you, some crazy you're people have all believe anything, right? Right. I mean, we talk about but crazy stuff. people, you're right. about and extremes, right. and, and, and it was, that. and I think it was actually pretty mainstream, at least in the South. And they would they would take some passages in the Old Testament where where God told them told well, them they, they use that to justify right. slavery. Also. Well, well, they, yeah, they, and that they, just they, goes they would, on. And they would pervert these passages yes. where, where where God was telling the Israelites not to marry. I think it was maybe the. Um, Anyone outside of their tribes, well, and, and and, and, was, unless they there were some specific peoples that they were not allowed to intermarry with, I think. And, yeah. and, and, and so they were, the, the, these these, I guess, some type of evangelical groups were were basically twisting those passages and saying it is wrong to marry someone of a different color, basically, which was hogwash. But they believed it and they taught it and it was widely accepted you and, can find and in some places it. illegal. Yeah, you can find people believe anything you want oh, yeah. if you yeah, look, if you look far enough. Well, and, and and if you've already got this idea that you're wanting to teach mm-hmm. against something, sometimes a lot of times you can read something into. Yeah, you know, go back to let's go back to what all. you said, Paul, uh, on that where you know you're talking about God said not to marry or the, intermarry you know, with certain intermarry with right. certain people. It, it was it, that was all all about. Because other groups were worshiping false. Well, I think you're right. Religion. It wasn't about interracial. And, so, and, here, and here's the thing: because because the Bible covers every topic you can come up with, and, and that gets into immigration. Hmm. If you want to be, if you want to marry, you had to become a Jewish proselyte. Now, yeah, mm-hmm. and that was so, part of the process. You had to for, be a proselyte. I say <laughs> Jewish, but you had to be a proselyte and come in like like those all those nations that left Egypt with the uh, Israelis when they departed. You know, then the Bible says there was a mixed multitude mm. that left with him. It wasn't just the Jews that left uh, Egypt. There were All those other groups, they yeah. want freedom. Mm. Now, if they want to be, stay with the Israelis, they had to become proselytes. They had to, they had to, uh, the men had to be circumcised and mm. then had to start practicing Judaism. Well, yeah, they had to accept Judaism. They had to accept, what they had to do. It's no different than what we say today. Uh, when you come to America, we want you to integrate into our system, not come to America and stay what you were yeah you can't that's a big problem what we have now especially if you want to be on the olympic team i think you ought to oh. i think you ought to have some allegiance <laughs> don't, to the flag don't get started that yet don't get you. started yet. that's okay, on right, my right. list all i'll right. be good i'll be good that's on that's on my list to talk about today i've got <laughs> i got gwen berry ready she's on the tee all right she's ready to go uh, here i, I promise you uh when we come back i want to talk a little bit about ted nugent you know what ted nugent's not Ted Nugent's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. How come? Whoa. He's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Do you know that? No, I didn't he's know that. He's been, not in he has been up for the Rock and Roll. He could be in the Rock and Roll if he was voted in, right? Yeah. He's been able to be voted in since 2000 for 21 years. He's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 
Let's talk about why that is when we come back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Well, at least what Ted says, 17 after 6 here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget about Pat Davis. He's ready to help you out. Uh, afford your health insurance. Uh, get 30 to 50% off on it. I hope you heard Pat on Friday. He did a great job of explaining how this all works. You do save money on this. It's an actual insurance plan. It's not a share plan. Uh, you don't pay any co-pays. You don't have to do that. And all the excess money goes to you and not to the insurance company. Keep that in mind as well. What you need to do is call him and find out how much you personally will save. 501-605-6935 is their number. 501-605-6935. Or go to uh, the internet and just go to Your Health Plan Man. That's one word, yourhealthplanman.com. So when I left you guys, I asked, I think, an important question when you think about rock and roll. And that is in the, you know, Grandmaster Flash is a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but Ted Nugent isn't. So why is Ted Nugent, who has been able to be elected to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for the last 21 years, not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Well, I think you should probably take the words of Ted Nugent. I mean, he's talked about it several Hmm. times. Here's what he says. He says, one, I'm anti-drug. And two, I'm on the board of the NRA. (laughs) Wow. He says, they hate the NRA. And he says, as long as I'm on the board of the NRA, don't expect me to be elected to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So it has nothing to do with his body of work. Oh, it couldn't. I mean, the man sold millions upon millions upon millions of albums. He's one of the best rock guitarists that probably, guitarists, has probably played. He started, uh, you know, uh, the was it? Uh, what was the movie? Uh, uh, the Journey to the Center of Your Mind. I'm trying to think of the group real quick off the top. Started that group and then went out on his own and was huge. I yeah. mean, just massively huge. And then, uh, of course, uh, released uh, Cat Scratch Fever back in the uh, the nineties, and that was a monster album. And what can I tell you? They just, they did the same thing to Kiss. You know, Kiss is very, I was lucky enough when I was in the military. Kiss is not in the Hall of Fame? They are now. Okay. They were, I think they were put in last year, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe the year before. Um, I interviewed them when they came out with um, their their album where they took their makeup off. Mm remember that one and uh, i talked to gene simmons about it gene simmons said the reason they weren't in the rock and roll hall of fame was very simple they were pro-jew and they were uh, very much uh, pro-american he says that's the reason and so, they find finally the rock and roll hall of fame got past that I, I, i'm if they were not in it now it'd be tough with them being jewish i mean paul stanley's jew and if I'm not mistaken, so is Gene. Wow. And they are very, very pro-Israeli. <laughs> yeah. You know? Wow. So anyway, just just I, a little bit of the history behind. In, there's politics involved in, in almost everything. everything. In everything. No, right. not in almost. In everything. <laughs> in everything. So, so what do these politics. institutions actually mean anymore if, if uh, you know, you're going to do it like that? You're going to cut out someone like Ted Nugent? Well, and and. 
it's even worse when you put in, you know, Grandmaster Flash. Nothing against him. Very yeah. talented yeah. guy. But is rap rock and roll? That's a good question to, to be discussed. And Patty Smythe and some others that have been put into the rock and roll fame, Hall of Fame? Uh-uh. People you never even heard of. Not when you leave those other people out. Yeah, when out. you leave the other people out. Can't, can't. I just don't think you can do that. It's kind of like the, the what is it, the Academy Award? I, I, I mean, I don't think that's worth two nickels rubbed together upside down. <laughs> For a long, a lot of stuff it isn't. You can ask the people from the Academy. I mean, look, we can use John Wayne as a perfect experience. Uh, this guy was a great, should be, yeah. had, had one, at least a, a lifetime achievement. He got his for... Um, was playing Rooster Cogburn yeah. in uh, True Grit. True. He should have gotten it for the part, part uh, playing the part of Ethan mm-hmm. in The Searchers, oh, one yeah. of the greatest westerns yes. ever yes. made. Yes, and he he didn't. He did. The Quiet Man is my favorite. That's John another Wayne. one he could have been a boy. It was he didn't. I mean, you don't think of John Wayne as you know as a professional actor whenever you watch the. The Cowboys so much, but in watch the quiet, out, man. man. The Duke is right behind me. Right? <laughs> he got a forty-five on. <laughs> yeah, but uh, say, but I, anyway, I really, the Quiet yeah. Man is, is an awesome. Okay, movie. so what does the Quiet Man and the Searchers have in common? The redhead? No, <laughs> no. They're both directed by John Ford. Oh, is that right? Yeah, John Ford, who did all the great westerns, did that movie as well. In fact, if you go out to Monument Valley. Uh-huh. That's what everybody thinks the West looks like, because that's where John Ford made all of his movies. <laughs> wow. There's a plateau out there where they call it the John Ford Plateau, because it's where he shot all of his Vista shots from. With the, with the mittens. You know the mittens. Mittens are the, 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 the two rock structures that stand up, uh-huh. and they look like mittens. Wow. All right, they call those the mittens. Well, what about the sand of Iwo Jima? Yeah. Yeah. It's a great oh, movie. Man. I, I love that one. That's a good movie. He's got all of the movies that he did were pro-American movies, yeah. no doubt about it. He took so much crap about the Green Berets when that oh, movie Oh, the Green came Berets. Out. Uh, he I came tell you what, that. the Alamo. Yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah. Davy Crockett falling into the munitions dump with a lit torch. The lit torch. <laughs> that's not the way it went down, but that's no. okay. <laughs> they took a little dramatic license. Oh. That. But that's all right. You know, it's all right. I, I like, uh, I saw, did you see the uh, the special, well, not special, it was like a mini series they did on Texas, and it was from what happened after the Alamo? Hey, have you heard that they're correcting the story of the Alamo? They have rewritten the history of the Alamo in the true history, and a uh, whole oh, man. Santa Ana was defending it? Oh, oh yeah, it, it's, <laughs> he's the hero, yeah. right? He's the hero. He's the I hero. Tried. No, no. The, 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 of course, you know they wrote it anti-America, and that those people were given that land to, to just to, to farm, and they didn't have any rights, and uh, they took it away from the from Santa Ana. But uh, so they re- they rewrote it so the Americans. Are definitely the bad guys. Which when well, they they've, rewrite they've history, they the already whole are. Thing of the West. Look, Colorado, New Mexico, uh, most of California belonged to Mexico at one time. How did we get it? We bought it from them. Yeah. Santa Ana sold it to us. You like the money? Right. Yep. So you might follow the money. Yeah, follow the money. And now you got all these groups out there saying, "Well, you didn't have the right to sell the money." Well, he was your king. What can I tell you, man? 
You know, when, you, when, you, form when you're in government. war and you go about conquering, uh, what was the old saying? To to the victor goes to spoil. Well, that's exactly right. That's the truth. Well, well, the the settlers around the Alamo did have a contract from the Mexican government. Yes, and and it was a desolate desert that was that was useless. And they came in there and they had a contract or they had a constitution. Basically, they had an agreement. You develop all this, you make it productive. And you had a bill of, I guess that's what I was looking for, was a bill of rights. And Santa Ana broke the bill of rights yep. and tried to take it back away yes, from Yes, he them. did. And that's what they have been teaching at the Alamo. But uh, apparently they've decided to, now that they've gotten awoken down at the Alamo, that they're teaching history different. <laughs> All right. They're changing. What did they get? Awoken? Yeah. They got, <laughs> they got woke up. They got, they got woke up. <laughs> we got to take a break and we'll be back to talk about Gwen. Perry, have you heard this story yet about her? And she's a what a hammer thrower. And what did she do? I don't think she should be part of the Olympic team. We'll talk about why that is when we come back here on the Dave Ellswick show. The power panel is here. We'll be back to talk with them for a few more moments in just a few minutes on 1011. All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick show. Paul Calvert's here. Artie Hopper is here. And of course, Pastor Iverson Jackson is here as well. I want to remind you about PI Roofing, what they can do for you to keep your roof in good working order. And you need to make sure you do that because it is the last line of defense between uh, the elements and uh, your house. And, you know, right now, no rain. You got no uh, hail going on, no tornadoes or anything like that. But you got one of the most brutal times for your roof out there, and that's that sun. And uh, it has been hot here in Arkansas the last week or two, in fact. And it's going to be hot this week. Now, I like it, to be honest, but I can tell you what your roof don't care for. it. You know, that uh, all that stuff that holds it together melts together is what it does. And uh, then in the evening when it gets a little bit cooler, that tar starts uh, cracking. And that can lead to a leak. So you need somebody to go up there and take a look at it. PI Roofing to do that. And all you have to do is give them a call at 707-3551. That's 707-3551. Or visit them online at piroofing.com. All right. Gwen Berry. Let me just go ahead and bring the story up and I'll read it to you. So that uh, I don't make, I don't give you the story. And it's mixed in with my opinion right from the very beginning when barry called it disrespectful to play the anthem the national anthem while she took the medal at the u.s olympic trials a stark contrast to the gold and silver winners and uh, going to the story that this comes from uh it says that uh, barry expressed her displeasure at u.s anthem during trial saturday in oregon the anthem was played while she was on the podium taking bronze in the hammer throw. Barry turned her back to the U.S. flag, then covered her face with a T-shirt. Afterwards, she said the timing of the anthem was a setup and disrespectful. Now, check me if I'm wrong, but it seems like to me that in the U.S. trials, they always play the anthem when they're on the podium. Well, now, I know that when they go to the Olympics... It's only if you win gold that you play your, your nation's anthem. Well, I read the article, and they said that they just played it at certain times. 
So every time somebody won and they did the medal presentation, that they didn't play the medal every time. Oh, okay. But they talked to the director, and it said at 520 that, that it was scheduled to, to play. play. Okay. It was scheduled <laughs> to play. So she's an activist. And so since she's an activist, then uh, she said that they waited till she got up on stage to play the act to play the anthem because they were targeting her. She thought she was being targeted, so subjecting her to have to stand there and look at the flag and listen to the anthem. Well, she being the activist, she raised she is. her T-shirt. Now, when I say she, that, doesn't mean that she just showed her sports bra. You know, like they did. That kind of became a thing with the women's mm-hmm. soccer team a few years back. Uh, the uh, she held up her T-shirt. And there was a, she had another black T-shirt on underneath of her shirt with the words activist athlete in, in blouse, uh, on the shirt on the front and draped it over her head. Quote, I feel like it was a setup and they did it on purpose. Uh, she finished third to make her second U.S. Olympic team and is an outspoken activist on racial justice issues. I was pissed, to be honest, is what she said. Now, if she wins the gold, is she going to be upset because they played the national anthem? You know, you look at the ratings that's taking place, the ratings for most all the sports today, they mm-hmm. are plummeting. Are they? They are absolutely plummeting. Uh, you know, you go, when I try to think about, well, who won the Super Bowl or who won this? I can't. I don't even remember. <laughs> who cares? Now, because you're exactly right. Cause it's like, who cares? I, I remember this year just because it was Tom Brady on a yeah. different team. Yeah, on a different, <laughs> on a different team. But their their ratings are so far down in the toilet. I mean, mm-hmm. you had to get a plumber to get them out uh, there. And it's because of this mm-hmm. kind of thing here. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want, you, thank God you're in America because if you're in a another country they'd probably be chopping your head off you think that you ever watch watch when some of these other countries might win something uh communist countries let me say like that they don't smile their athletes don't smile they're not happy about it because it doesn't mean anything to them they were made to go do that and they did their job they did their job it's it's not like america where you know that you've had you have the uh, privilege of representing your country and you're probably going to get some contract big deal and become rich and famous well here's what bothers me about gwen berry all right why do you want to be on the american olympic team which is you're you're out there performing your olympic skill for your country all right for your country she said that she felt insulted by the star spangled banner if you're insulted by it you shouldn't even be trying to go out there and and, and represent the United States. Why would you want to represent the United States other than money? It gives you a much bigger platform to say what you want to say, yeah, or, or maybe the the like, like yeah, the, well, the, yeah. the, the the very our, our very deal, system perhaps. here. <laughs> you know, I haven't been to. I have. I have not been to uh, uh, the sandwich shop. What's the one that makes the footlongs? They sell them footlong half foot. What's Subway. It? Yeah, Subway. Mm-hmm. I haven't gone to them now since they started using that woman soccer player that was on the women's team that was so adamantly yeah. anti-American. <clears throat> I won't. I wrote them a letter. Yeah, I will not support them as long as that woman st- is on television. Mm-hmm. I may not support them ever again, especially after I said I saw that there's no tuna in their tuna. <laughs> Did you see that story? No, no, they I got didn't. they got their tuna salad and te- and they tested it. And there is no, no tuna, tuna DNA tuna. in it. None. 
I've got a quote here from that article <laughs> okay. that I'd like to read. This is Barry. They, the reporter asked Barry about the about the anthem. He said, I really don't want to talk about the anthem. This is a quote because that's not important. That's not important. Referring to the anthem. The anthem doesn't speak for me. It, it never has. Wow. That's wow. a direct quote. What is she? I mean, even if she's opposed to America, what part of the anthem is offensive to her? I mean, the anthem, anthem asks a question. Well, there were some. And, and, but what, it doesn't even. Uh, what is offensive about the national anthem? Well, to me, that shows how spoiled we are. We ought to thank God that we have the food that we have, Man. that we have the homes that we have. This is is the land of opportunity, and we are blessed in this country in every way. We don't. We're not born into a class system. You're born. You can go get a education and you can do whatever you want to do you can be president you can literally be president so now you're 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 talking about uh equity versus equality that's exactly. you know this whole new thing about uh equity inequity equity we need equity 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 when it comes oh, down gosh. to it's not how the country is per se it's how they can perceive it of how people think in their minds or something like you can read everybody's thoughts i'd like to ask her how did she manage to get third place how did she get to the trials how does she get to the trials it's because because hard work incredible she was wealthy enough to be able to train instead of work well there you go but I, I've seen some of the other athletes. This one athlete I know they were interviewing, and she was she was talking about uh, how she slept in her car, mm. well, so well so she could train. Well, right, you know, and get and, that and, because and we we, we make sacrifices, and right. uh, you know, we want to do something, and we make sacrifices. That's the American way of doing things, and that's and that's fine. But and that's the re- but the reality is that you, generally speaking, you cannot be Olympic level. Um, you need sponsors. Uh, you, you've you've got to somebody you, to you've pay your bills. Have somebody to pay your bills. Pay for your you training. Where you, where you train like it's a full time job. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. There's people in a lot of countries that are glad to wake up in the morning if they've got water to drink and food to eat mm-hmm. and a roof over their head. And we need to get back to that. Be thanking God for the blessings that we have. And those blessings came from hard work and sacrifice and people giving their lives for yep. this country. And people building this country with their own sweat and with their own hands. Because let's just, just be, uh, be, I mean, just straight up about it. The Olympics, that's part of entertainment. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> I mean, I know it's goodwill, but it's well, also they made it entertainment. In, they've made it into more than what it was at the yeah. beginning. Yeah. So, yeah. right, sports, it's not sports in if, general, are, they're, they're, they're a frivolous activity that are, that are entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not something. I won't say they're frivolous activities. <laughs> yeah. I will say they are for entertainment. They're for now. entertainment. But it, it can and build it's an character. industry now. It is an it's, industry it's a now. Massive so industry. Massive industry. And you think about there's some, I forget what the name of the country is, man, but it, it, they have their first athlete in the Olympics. <laughs> think about it. Well, they're behind that person, yes. I bet. Yeah. They better not put their fly, their shirt over their head when they play the, the anthem, whatever it is. Yeah. Well, they'll be messed up, wouldn't they? Wonder how they feel that those people feel from like Iraq and stuff that their kids that started playing just on a dirt field, you know, not even with a real soccer ball, and they've gotten all the way up to be part of the national team. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Well, no, that can mean the difference between eating and not eating. Yes. 
Isn't yeah, it? Until you look at it's it. It's a motivation. <laughs> you know, the unthankfulness. And no one said that we're a, a perfect people. We're not. We're people. We're, we're got sin. Well, and, and, you know? We're people. We're people, period. Well, I, I think part, part of it mentioned it, we have food to eat, and we have, yeah. and we have plenty of it. And one of the things that, that we hear now is we don't – we hear people saying, well, there's a huge disparity between the super rich and the so-called poor. And? That's envy. And? And covetousness. That's, that's sin. That's wrong to, to, to hate your neighbor because he's got a lot. You know, you're not starving. You're one of the wealthiest people in the history of the world. And you're still whining and complaining well, it's because even somebody worse has that more. You whine and you complain and then you say, well, you need to take x amount more from them right and give it and to me. give it to me we're right. going back to right. biblical principles right. and we're that's, supposed to be that's, content yeah that's, whatever mm-hmm. situation we find right the, the fact that the fact that we somebody food and clothing yeah right the fact that somebody else has more than me doesn't make me poor it doesn't make me bad off it just means that they have more than you may it, be it might, happier it, than they it are. might just mean that you got up earlier than they did that day and you worked longer and you worked with a goal in mind sure. and, and they sure. th- and laid around company, and watched TV. in some right. countries your name might be rockefeller right yeah. and might not be. something else yeah, yeah, well, might, i have it, got it, to be born in it, india it, in the class it, system yeah. that says hey you're dirt it might be but but like iverson said it may, may the very difference might be that you know you've got two fellows with equal abilities one of them invests his money after he works 40 mm-hmm. hours a week. The other one invests his money in beer. Maybe they and, don't have equal <laughs> abilities. That can be a problem. Might, that, and that's true, too. But they use but what they God use, gave them. They use yeah. their, their talents and abilities differently, yep. and, the, and the outcomes are different. Yep. This country promises you the opportunity to go out and rise as high as the opportunity. you can. The opportunity. As you can. That doesn't mean that you're going to be the number one. No, you're not going. It to. just means that we'll give you the opportunity, or everybody gives you the opportunity. Our our official documents gives you the op- opportunity to rise to your highest level. Not everybody gets to the same That's level. Right. Some of these people need to understand. In, in many countries of the world, you don't have a compulsory education system for you know for elementary school that mm-hmm. type of thing you know right. up to what 16 i think it is yeah All right you don't gotta take that. a break gotta take a break then we'll come back and if you are in school like over in great britain uh after you get out of their quote high school they tell you basically that's where right. you get to go that's exactly right you know uh we think that you're gonna make a really great plumber. you don't make good grades you're you gonna be a great plumber. that's right i know i know somebody can't go to college and hang out told that Really? You know, years ago, right. I know a person that was told that in school years ago, and his dad took him out of school that day. Hmm. That was his last day of school, and he's one of the most successful people in town. Good. (laughs) Do you have questions about filing for Social Security? A lot of people do when it gets to be that time. I did. Uh, Have those answers in a simple, easy-to-understand booklet called Your Guide to Social Security. It's from David Lucas Financial in North Little Rock. It's a 27-page booklet outlining what you need to know that can help you get even more income when you file for Social Security. If you're within five years of filing for Social Security, get the free booklet by calling 501-222-3315. You can call right now. Leave a message. Tell them who you are, which phone number is, and they're going to get in touch with you. Make sure you get a free copy. You receive a free customized Social Security analysis that pinpoints the optimal time 
to wring every nickel out of your benefits. That's what you get along with the booklet. Pick up the phone, call right now, 501-222-3315. That's 501-222-3315. All right, we continue on. I think we've said enough about Gwen Berry. Do you think so? I think oh, yeah, yeah. we've said enough about who, her. Who, who cares about her? You know, as far as, yeah, far as that's concerned. <laughs> uh, other story that was out today. Uh, got to give got to give credit where credit is due. And uh, according to the Pentagon press secretary, uh, facilities uh, that they attacked overnight, the U.S. military, are used by several Iran-backed militia groups engaged in unmanned aerial vehicle, uh, that's drones, uh, <laughs> attacks against U.S. personnel. Now, here's what I find interesting when they talk about this, is that everybody thinks that we're the only people who got drones. That's not the case, man. The enemy's got drones as well. Yep. Uh, the Iraqis got them. And uh, bottom line, last night, we uh, sent F-15s and F-16s in, take them out, because they were letting the militias use them, which are the wild cards, so to speak, over there, the loose cannons. And um, considering that Iraq just elected a real hard liner mm-hmm. as the head of their country, we sent them a direct message and took out some of their their drone facilities. So I, you know, I'll give Biden credit that he listened to his military leaders and did that. Uh, I guess they're all woke now. Mm-hmm. I want. I wonder if they got in trouble because they killed people that, uh, you know, weren't co- supposed to be killed. Mm. Because, no combatants. Uh, yeah, as far as that goes, they did did make the statement that uh, there were few uh, people who died in and around the area. Little collateral damage. Yeah, the colla- small collateral small. damage. Here's what I say. If you're in and working on a, mis- a military facility, whether you're a civilian or you're a military member, and you are facilitating the ability for the enemy to attack you, then you're all, a bets, all you bets are, are off, man. <laughs> yeah. All bets are off. So. Or if you live close to one of those places, you might want to move. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, that's true. Yeah, it's, but it's sad that that's just that's part of that's part yeah, of well, war. That, that's part of war, and that's one of the that's one of the difficulties and the, and the the awful things about war is you have to be able to justify collateral damage. I, you know, I I I will say I understand that there's collateral damage, but it is a lot better now than it used to be when we went in with the B fifty twos and just carpet bombed somebody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, that's true. And uh, if you don't know what carpet bombing is, very simple. You fly over the area where you think they are. And you just it's lay out all of your ordnance on top yeah. of them, and if you happen to be in that area, you're dead. It's like tilling your garden with dynamite. Yeah, I mean that's exactly what they did. <laughs> I mean, I, look, I was a member of the Air Force. I was on SAC bases the whole time that I was in in the Air Force. I can tell you what their job was oh, yeah. to do. Yeah. Go to Guam sometime. Ask them about what's uh, what was uh, you know op- all the different operations that they had during Vietnam rolling thunder and Mm -hmm. and things of that Mm -hmm. nature i knew marines that served in vietnam that said you you couldn't they knew what time they couldn't see the b-52s because they flew so high yeah so you didn't know they were there and then all of a sudden it felt like all hell had broke loose and there were you know earthquakes erupting all around you the ground was just 
They were miles away. Oh, yeah. wow. Miles away. Miles away. Wow. I mean, it's like, go back to the first desert storm. Wow. And, you know, um, <clears throat> what's his name? Hussein thought that he would just get his people dug in there, mm-hmm. and they, they were <laughs> as much as a quarter of a mile on your ground. Yeah. B-52s came through, dropped their loads on them, and the concussion from the bombs burst their lungs and wow. they're still underground their skeletons you know, are most most and they shouldn't but most americans have never really don't have a, a clue when you a real piece of glad. ordinance goes off i'm glad and they should now and they shouldn't but a real piece of ordinance no oh, we, we hear firecrackers and it'll get your attention it is not real Hollywood. fast i mean when you, when you see people boom the bomb blows up and there and some folks walk away that ain't that it, it just take a look like at that. look at that black cat and people run away from it oh yeah okay when it goes off now from a b-52 a thousand pound bomb falls out of that sucker and goes off yeah you know yeah, and, that, and that black pet, cat just had gunpowder in it. It wasn't. It, it wasn't um, the, the TNT. It, well, yeah, it wasn't designed to maximize it, its mm-hmm. effect. Yeah, well, just I, incredible. Well, I hope that making our enemies some of the richest countries in the world, we don't find out someday. Hmm. Well, what we're doing with China it could happen. It really could happen. We've talked about that last week. Get your Nikes I hope, I hope here. We, yeah, I hope that we we can we got people understanding a little bit about what China's been up to, and uh, it needs to stop. And we'll we'll keep, or at least I'll keep uh, preaching that to people so that they know what's going on. Has UCA gotten rid of their Chinese backed uh, friends on their campus? I don't know if they have or not yet. Yeah, do we still have a economic development uh, office in China? Yeah. That's a question as well. Hmm. All right. We will take a break. We'll be back with more here on the Dave Ellswick Show. get back to it here as we move into the second hour of the uh, the dave ellswick show and uh, we got a lot to talk about i want to turn our attention to pastor iverson jackson who's part of the power panel along with rd hopper from uh, sunny's auto parts and paul calvert from over in in conway who's having a fight with the conway <laughs> political forces over there so uh, we'll get an update on that 
to hear before this hour is over sure. as well, because I think you got you, you had a court appearance this we last week. We had a week. hearing last week, yes. Okay, we'll get into that. Yep. Let's go back first to Iverson. <clears throat> and Iverson, bring up to date uh, for us what you're up to, because you're a man that's getting around. Yeah, we're getting around. We'll be. Uh, um, I'm part of an organization called Stand uh, Stand America, Stand True to America's National Destiny. And one of the things that we'll be doing coming up here uh, uh, Wednesday, we'll be in Washington D.C. Uh, area. There, talking about the children that are being killed. You know, you have this what Black Lives Matter organization, but you have to say which Black Lives Matter. That's what that's what Colonel cannot, West asked last yeah, night, yeah, right? Yeah, which uh, Black Lives Matter? Because it's certainly um, the obvious one is certainly not those that uh, Black Lives that are in the womb when we've had over twenty million uh, Black children aborted. But also, you got all these children that are being killed in drive-bys. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, children getting shot while they're lying in their bed. Playing in their backyard. Or cutting the lawn. Cutting the lawn, getting out. You know, all these children that are being killed uh, in our cities, Chicago and uh, all these other places, uh, and and nothing's being said about it. It doesn't even make the news. It might make a blip on the radar, but there's certainly no protest about it. There's uh, uh, nobody saying anything. So we're going to be there in Washington, D.C. Uh, at, at the, uh, I believe we'll be at the press club there holding a conference talking about that and bringing some attention to that because if black lives matter then these little children those little children's black children their lives should matter and just getting gunned down think about that your child is lying in the bed what safer places they're supposed to be lying in your own bed in your own home and a bullet comes through the wall bullets come through the wall and they're dead and it doesn't it gets no attention you let something happen like a you know car stopped on the street police contact that type of thing in less than 30 minutes the city is burning, you know, uh, people are crowding in the streets and all these other things. So we've got to bring attention to that because those little children are innocent, haven't done anything, but their lives are not worth anything according to the way uh, the Black Lives Matter conduct themselves. So, yeah, we're going to be bringing a lot of attention to that. Okay, and and rightly so. Some people try to do it. Are you, are you going to get a chance to, well, no, you're going to Washington. Mm-hmm. You should go to, to Chicago and see if you can sit down and talk yeah. to the to mayor. She wouldn't talk to me because I'm white, but she might talk to you because you're black. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know being a black man because uh, she prefers white women. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, her wife is white. I tell you what, it should be, when are all, all men created equal going to come back <laughs> out of that declaration of independence and say that all lives matter? All lives matter. You know, uh Innocent people get shot by drive-by shootings, and sometimes there's mistakes with police officers, and there's a, a lack of training, and there's mistakes that happen. And, you know, the only ones that make the news are the people that fits the agenda yes. of, of, of the of the people that are trying to, to promote, mm-hmm. you know, whatever they're trying to, whatever they're trying to promote. And it's not all people are created equal. Is not no. what they're trying to promote. So, you know, we've we've had a shooting in Lone Oak County, and it's under investigation right now. We don't know, but it, it appears that an innocent person got shot, from what it looks like, and and uh, and it was a teenager. Now, wait a second. How many buildings were burned down last night? I don't think so. There wasn't any, was there? But, did, mm, there's did some people that are upset. Yeah, and, and, well, and rightly so. It, it, like it. It, yeah, they're they're upset, and yeah, the investigation's underway. But you know, uh, 
you know all the tv the national tv reporters hasn't been in town and i haven't seen it on the news or anything because there's people that's promoting an agenda but all I, all men are created equal. Yeah, it's been on the in, local in the, news, but it's, been it's on not the been any news, national but, news or anything. In fact, I'm, I'll give them a call. We'll get them on the show here. But uh, I mean, I'm glad to see what you're doing. But at what point in time are we all going to be Americans and, and, and be on an equal playing field? That, is that, that what you're working for, Iverson? <laughs> that, that is what, what we're working for. Uh, it's documents contained in this little little book here. And our Bible, of course, this little book is bred out of the doc, the uh, Bible. You know, here, this is what we believe uh, as Americans. All, again, all men are created equal, endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. You know, and that's what uh, that's what we live for. That's what we're pushing Good. for. And Good to job. say that, that children's lives don't matter because you can't make money on that unless you're killing them in the womb. Um, right, right, and that's just, then you can just, make money on it. It's profane. Yeah, it's profane, but it's it's absolutely ridiculous. And until we stand up and say um, no, enough is enough. We need, law, we need law and order. Well, yeah. but, we yeah. need law and order. We, we need we need the police. And, and, yeah, absolutely, well, we, but we, we need, need good ones. We need people to stand up and have a moral compass. Mm-hmm. Right now in Arkansas, um, until the courts, I guess the courts are going to throw out the case with Jason Rapert's bill, but. So, so right now in Arkansas, if I understand it correctly, a a a dog at twelve weeks after conception has more rights than a child at the exact same age, <clears throat> because the child you can rip them to pieces, yes, and and, and butcher them in their mother's womb, yes. and that's legal, yes. But a dog, you may go, you may literally end up in prison if you did the same thing. Well, I can tell you this, because uh, the dog's already been born at that point. When I was still serving in the military, we were at. Um, uh, Fort Lewis, Washington. This was like 2004, sometime in that time frame. And when you go on a post, they you, you do an in-briefing there, an orientation there. And one of the things that, that they made positively sure that we understood was don't mess with the ants. Because they had a particular type of ant species that was protected. Okay, and they made these huge mounds. Some of these mounds, they made them of little sticks. Some of these mounds were six feet tall. Oh. And if you picked up a stick and threw it, you know, just yeah, they, casually tossed just, it just over. Like fire ants, they would get, they would get yeah, all excited. If you disrupted that ant mound in any kind of way, you could be fined uh, 20000 up to $50,000. <gasps> and, of course, being in the military, oh, you're my. probably going to be court-martialed. Oh, oh yeah. My. Yeah, that's not hearsay. Where was this that's again? not. This was at Fort Lewis, Washington. In I was Washington I was there twice. State? Yes, in Washington State. You oh don't my. mess with the ants, and even the little trails look like little highway systems wow. that these ants would build throughout. Well, that's what they built. Yes. Own, uh, they did. So you could, you could run off and, and push so you can kill a child. You could kill a child. Kill an unborn child. Yes. You could push a blind person and get paid into a ditch, to do it. Maybe. But if you if you wow. mess disturbed an ant mound, wow. you could be fined and go to jail. Well, Lose go, your career. Just go down south to California. I mean, uh, you know, we just had a story uh, from national story about. You know, the, the, the wildfires they're worried about because of the drought that they've had. Mm-hmm. And I talked to uh, our congressman, Westerman, about that because he's a forest. Yes. All right. This is that's his specialty. And I started asking him about, is it true that the federal government dumps fresh water into the ocean? Mm-hmm. And the answer is, yes, yes, they do, because if they don't do it, then it might 
uh, some reservoirs might come up too high and might uh, cause problems for like the titmouse and some of the other endangered species so they literally throw away the the water that would break the drought <laughs> into the ocean you go figure that yeah, that's out. insanity on top of insanity yeah. i mean that's the reason why uh uh, for a long time, they had problems out there. It was a titmouse that was causing a problem because it lived in that stuff, the undergrowth mm-hmm. at the bottom. They wouldn't let them go in and clean that out. And you've we, got to clean yes. that out or your ass is like a big tender box it, it, all of a sudden. That's an example of majoring on the miners. And so, okay, we're going... No, that's just being we're, stupid. Right, right, it's right, not but, even majoring on the yeah, miners. Right, right. But, but you're overemphasizing. <clears throat> you know, it's, a, it's a neat little animal, but... You're going to save that little animal in order, and in the process, you kill people and other animals. You know that brings that that brings up another bill. Did you ever see Bambi? (laughs) That brings up another bill that that comes up in my mind, and that's the Waters of America bill. You know, the federal government controls the navigable waterways Mm -hmm. in this country, and and. Uh, they're wanting to control all the water, so what they're trying to do is change the definitions of what a navigable waterway oh, is. Oh, yeah. So, you can start in a so, pond in your yeah, backyard. Yeah, yes. exactly right. <laughs> so then they'll start putting have. farmers out of business because of tadpoles or, or something like that. So the federal overreach is not going to stop people. And you're talking about what they're doing here, doing there. They'll be doing it every there, everywhere. We need a governor in this next coming up election that is going to stand up against federal overreach I mean, I'll tell you because what. they're not done yet. So are, are you going to get thankful. in the race, huh? Are you going to get in the race, R.D.? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no. I don't, have, I don't have a couple of million dollars in my bank yeah, account. Be, uh, be thankful. <laughs> be thankful that, you know, we've got, uh, you know, uh, Senator Bozeman who has fought diligently against that mm-hmm. as well as our A.G., you know rutledge she's fought against it as well and they've stopped it in many cases and that's a good thing all right let's get a break in we got a lot more to talk about there's a lot of other things to bring up today want to remind you about east end towing again here's the number i want you to take this number write it down put it in your glove box put it in your wallet put it in your purse it's 501-888-8849 501-888-8849 8849. I'll mention it to you again here before I finish up because no matter the situation, East End Towing will handle it for you and they've got all the answers. They know what to do uh, if they're on private property. They know what they can and can't do when they're on public property. Uh, They know what to do when it's your vehicle or it's your truck or it's your boat. Or it's your camper. They know all the answers to that. Remember that they're part of the Arkansas Tow and Recovery Board. They're licensed and insured, and that each truck is permitted as well. Again, okay, here's those phone numbers again. Uh, 501-888-8849. Again, 501-888-8849. You never know when it might be that you need it, so have it when you need it. You should see it here. It's like the blind leading the blind. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching uh, 
Uh, Paul trying to tell Iverson. Iverson to send him some information, and he says, "Yeah, it's real easy. Just just copy and paste it." And Iverson looking at him like, "What are you talking about?" I don't. Number one, I don't know how to copy it. Number two, I don't have any paste. I just, I just messed up now. Yeah, no, he just messed up. Do you have a yeah. Do you have a back button? Yeah, look at that. See, now you got it. Now you're looking at a different phone, so you don't have any idea how it works. Go back to you. Okay, now what they're talking about, Iverson speaking tonight, if you're in the, the Conway area, uh, Faulkner County area, you can go hear Pastor Iverson Jackson speak tonight. What time are you speaking? It's going to be at uh, 6 o'clock, uh, Faulkner County Republican Committee um, today, tonight, 6 o'clock at uh, Prince, not Prince, excuse me, Vincent's Barbecue, and that's 2850 Prince Street. Um, dinner's at 6, and the meeting will start at 6.30. Okay, so that means you'll probably get to start about 6.45 or 7. Yeah, thereabout. Uh-huh. Okay. So Vincent's Barbecue. They'll be talking some about uh, critical race theory. Yeah. I, yeah, I had a lot of people uh, contact me. I, I directed them to where you are going to be last week in Hot Springs. Yeah, we were in Hot Springs Are you going to do more of these uh, yeah, presentations? Yeah, uh-huh. uh, Going CRT? around the state, uh, uh, doing a lot more of them. We'll be in... Uh, um, Bentonville or Bend County, and in July we're doing a panel discussion there, and so we're just traveling the state, trying to wake people up and get them and to Thursday, understand what the I'm going critical over, race theory is about. I'm going over to Conway, uh, the uh, formerly known as the Faulkner County Tea Party mm-hmm. meets right there at Larry's Pizza in downtown uh, Faulkner County, and I'm going to be over there. Thursday, not as the guy that's speaking, but I'm going to hear the guy who's speaking because uh, State Representative Lowry is going to be there, and he's oh, going to be he's going to be yep. talking about CRT. Yes. So I want to hear what he has to say to him. I haven't heard about uh, the you know the lawsuit that he's he's filed and stuff. I haven't heard anything new about that, so I want to go and, and mm-hmm. hear what he has to say. Now, how many people showed up in Hot Springs? I think it was around, uh, from what I, I heard, it was around 100, about 100 people. That's very good. Up there. Mm-hmm. We were at, at the, the Vapors, uh, Vapors, right? Yeah, yeah. I told them to put nice my place, picture up it? there with uh, Frank Sinatra and yeah. all the rest of those guys. That, that, have, per- that have, you know, yeah. that have uh, been there and yeah. performed. Uh, it's a nice place. Yes, it is. Nice place. And they're, and they're fixing it up. Mike's doing a, I think it's Mike uh, that's doing a nice job mm-hmm. on that place. You yeah. know, I've doing been there. Great job. I was over there for, they were doing a Faulkner County uh deal where they had me and a couple other people i forget who else was there asking questions of candidates mm-hmm. what do you think it is what do you think about that you know blah 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 you know kind of vetting people it was pretty interesting it was good yeah it's good we're but, gonna uh, be doing a lot of that in the coming future aren't yeah we? there's a lot of that coming up and i i i'm i'll be showing up at a lot of them mm-hmm. i'm sure because they like me to come and ask the tough questions Rondy, what, Lowry. <laughs> Y'all, you guys brought up Lowry. We yeah. were talking about him before we came on the air because he did present some bills did. in the uh, in the House, and I believe they passed the House that the Arkansas schools uh, should be teaching that all people are created equal and that they're not born racist and there's nothing that they can do about right. it. And uh, so, uh, so he's been on the battlefront. He's yes, he's yes, talking he talk, and he's walking it too. So you know, the, just the insanity of saying that um, you know you, you you're born a racist and, and you, you can't, can't change, change it. it. So we the have to have more. We got to have more 
discrimination yeah. to get rid of discrimination. Yeah. And they're teaching that in our schools. Yes, they are. You know, one, so one of the things, Dave, we, we've mentioned about uh, Alan West was uh, in Washington County uh, for the uh, Washington County uh, banquet there Saturday night. We drove up there, myself and my two of my children, one of uh, other person in our church. But anyway, we went up there, and one of the things he said, he says, wow, here I am, and, and I am so oppressed, and I'm looking at a room that's full, filled with almost all white people, and I'm the speaker. But I'm so oppressed. And I thought about, you know, I, I was sitting there at the, the, the table with him. On that table was was uh, uh, Judge Wood, uh, Washington County Judge. Yep. All these people I'm Who's been mention, on this show. Who's been on this show. All these people I mentioned would be African Americans. Uh, so Judge Judge Wood, uh, very accomplished. His wife, June Wood, very accomplished. Then there was Alan West, we know very accomplished. Uh, Fulberg Colonel uh, uh, Nate Todd, very accomplished. Great guy. Yeah, Great myself. Guy. I think I'm a little Not accomplished at least. Yeah, you've done a lot, buddy. <laughs> you know, so we're sitting there. How are you going to convince us that we're oppressed? How do you do that? But see, the left won't oppressed say that. How? You're, here's what they'll say: <laughs> No, you're not being oppressed. You're being used. Mm, your Uncle Tom. Well, yeah. I'm gonna go back. You'll appreciate this, Dave. Just keep on using me until you use me up. <laughs> I like that you, song. You remember who that was? I do remember that song. Yeah. Bill Withers. Yeah. Keep on using me until you know what you, he was. That's what Lean using, on Me was yeah. his first big hit. Oh yeah. And yeah. do you know what he was doing when he finally made that big hit? I know he was in the Navy. Was it the Navy or one yeah, of them? Well, he was in the military, military, but he had gotten out. Yeah, he had gotten he out. He was installing uh, toilets and airplanes. Yes. His, when uh, Lean on Me hit mm-hmm. it big. Mm-hmm. And then he said, I'll have other people now install kind my of, toilets. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like Aaron Neville. If you remember Aaron Neville. Oh, yeah. Man, he looked like a truck. Yeah. So he he would be singing, had such a beautiful and, and end up uh, singing in voice. the White House. Yeah, end yeah. up singing in the White House, yeah. and he was working on the docks. Country. Yeah, and he was working on the docks. Yeah. A, yeah, a lot of his life, and he looked like he could do it too. Man, but uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's what makes uh, critical race theory so in absolutely insane. I mean, there is no way to 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 intelligently support that. And, and remember, the last word of it is theory. Well, you know what? I don't live a the- in a, a theoretical they life. They don't present it as a theory. Well, I know they don't. Just like they don't present uh, evolution as a theory. Correct. And that's a real problem. And so is this maybe just kind of an, another aspect of, of this tradition, this this pop culture idea, idea that we don't do individual accountability. We do group Correct. accountability. And Correct. so we, we're going to corporately hold you people accountable, even though, well, the sin happened 100 years ago by your grandparents or maybe by people who weren't even part of your ancestors because your your ancestors didn't didn't yeah. immigrate until 50 years later, but you're the same color, therefore you're guilty too. Just well, like Marxism. Corp- corporate, well, corp- that's exactly what it is, neo-Marxism. Account- yeah, like it's, it's group accountability instead of individual accountability. Now, neo-Marxism, what that means is new, new. Marxism. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, here, here's, the, here's the key about it. The old Marxism did it by class. class. The new Marxism does it by color. Something that's immutable. Mm-hmm. So now they figured out, oh, we can't, the class stuff is not going to work because they have all these people moving from one to class to another. That's correct. Everybody's We're trying to divide moving, and conquer. People are moving up and up. down all the all time. All the time. 
In they America. want to divide and conquer this country is what they want to do. And we're not saying that we are against, you know, hate crime, but we're against dividing. All right. We're out of time. For a little over a year now, we have been lucky in the Cabot area, that, and I'm including Austin and Ward and BB, and I guess uh, probably go all the way out there towards 64 and that area, uh, that we have a emergency hospital now on 89, which is on the Walmart side of 67167, where it's 100% physician-owned, it's board-certified, uh, the emergency personnel are board certified, and one of them is at that facility all the time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. They've got a, a, radi- a radiology suite that includes x-rays, ultrasound, CT scans. If you need an MRI, they have an MRI here at this emergency hospital. They have an on-site lab, and I've spoken about that here on uh, uh, the Dave Ellswick show whenever I'm talking about Cabot emergency and how important that is. And it is uh, pharmacy. They get all of that. If you want to see the facility, they'll give you, you know, a tour of it. They'll, they'll make time so you can see it. When you get there, I, I will guarantee you won't be out waiting to get into the emergency room longer than five minutes. They'll move you right back to the back and take good care of you get you out i mean i had a pick line come undone it was bleeding out like crazy they got me in got it re uh, reestablished and I, I was in and out in 15 minutes because when it's your emergency it really matters i mean it's like when you have surgery you hear your friends having surgery and it's minor surgery when they tell you they're going to cut they're going to cut on you it becomes major surgery at that point so uh make sure that your emergency is taken care of the way it should be for you so why wait get back to life faster go to cabot emergency hospital well it's the truth though i know you're laughing at me pastor but it's the truth you talk to people and um, I had a friend that's going to have uh, gallbladder surgery or did have gallbladder surgery, and I'd already had it. And uh, he says to me, he goes, man, I'm really worried about this. I say, ain't no big deal. Yes, You'll be in no and out. And he just looked at me, and I knew what he's thinking. He's thinking, yeah, yeah, they're not cutting on you, Dave. You know, I can understand. I understand that. Yeah, when, when, when it's your baby, you jump in the water with the alligators to save you. That's when it's right. somebody else's baby, you say, oh, I'm sorry to somebody hear that. Somebody needs help. Yeah, somebody needs yeah, help. Somebody needs help. That's it's different it when works. it's your baby. That's right. Uh, and that's true. That is absolutely uh, true. Oh. All right, 737. Have you, I just came across a story I thought was interesting. One of our listeners asked if we would talk about this and yeah i'll be happy to talk about it it's worth talking about uh it's a problem they got going on here in little rock and that is drag racing i heard about and they're saying why you know you know what what is this up why is this an upsurge well when you got it on cable tv as though it's legal you know and people are betting money on the races and stuff they're thinking that it's no problem to go on the back road somewhere and everybody go 95 or 105 miles an hour down uh, down the road. Problem is, when you go when you watch that show on, I think it's on Discovery or History, mm-hmm. one or the other, and uh, they've gotten everything clear with the police and everything. They've shut that road down, folks. Yeah, there's not cars driving. No, there's you, not cars you, driving yeah, through. You, and you do street th- racing in, in areas and. 
what if what if some kid pulls out on his bicycle no and or, there, there's not houses next door and, and people mowing the yards and stuff like that and that's the other thing that they're talking about here and they're trying to get it under control you know these these kids and look i used to be a kid i know that's hard for some people to believe but i was a kid at one time and you know we used to go over to the high school parking lot and and uh and burn out do you donuts know? and all kinds like of that, stuff yeah. like that and they're they do it now, except that instead of doing it in an open lot like that, they go in church parking lots and stuff and just start, you know, yeah. in the middle of the night, 3 o'clock in the morning in a residential neighborhood, a bunch just of raising all kinds of cane. Wow. I, I tell you what you do. I mean, street racing and drag racing has been a problem since the 40s, the 50s, the 60s. Since Every the wheel gener- was developed. Yeah. <laughs> I think Richard Petty said they had the first car race when they built the second car. <laughs> I think that that's was about re- the truth. That's what Richard Petty said. But you know, uh, hey, you got to start putting these. You need to put them in jail, and that's the reason we have laws and we have law enforcement for. We don't need another law. Uh, we need to enforce the laws that we have, and boy, people. That's, that's the reason said. we have laws. There has to be repercussions. Yeah, and uh, so. Uh, Call your local law enforcement. Tell them where they're doing it. And, hey, I grew up watching them doing it and doing it. Of course, you know, it was different when I was growing up in the country when you were, you know, 20 miles or 30 miles from the nearest town. And I remember I had an aunt that would call them, call the police on them. (laughs) But, you know, uh, but, hey, it's against the law. And Police were betting on them, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, shoot, it'd take them them 45 minutes to get there from where I was, Uh, Fifth and Plum. But uh, but hey, there's laws against it. You know, not that, safe that, to do that kind of stuff yep. in town, and and we need to uphold the laws. Well, you know, down where we grew up, down uh, southeast Placid County, uh, there's a road down there that leads to the prison down there. We call it the Farm School Road, and that's where guys. But this, like you said, this was an isolated road. There are no other inroads to it, and uh, guys would go down there and drag race. Uh, you know, you had about a mile long strip. And actually, it's a pretty good place to hold a race. You and know? sometimes it can be sanctioned. You could go to mm-hmm. the law. You could go to the police department and say, hey, you know these guys. But it was kind of You know these guys are going to be doing it. You weren't yeah. risking people's lives. No, you weren't. Yeah, because it was kind of a Sunday evening. Mm-hmm. They were just risking their own lives instead of risking yeah. other people's straight, lives. It was a straight, straight little one-mile strip uh, with, again, no cross streets mm-hmm. or anything and just cows on each side in a pen. <laughs> And it was, it was actually a pretty good place to, to, to yeah, drag If you race. want to do stuff like that legally, there's a place to do it. We've got, but in a neighborhood, we've got Prescott. Um, we've got Prescott in Arkansas, yeah. and we've got Centerville in Arkansas. So I think we've got we, a couple we, of good I drag I think we're strips. getting off the point. It sounds like we're glorifying this here a little bit. But uh, actually, it's pretty dangerous <laughs> against, yeah. when you're talking about being in the city limits neighborhoods uh, and, in neighborhoods. Right. And people yeah, can dangerous. get killed. Right. Yeah. It's real dangerous. Yeah, it's real jail? dangerous. What is the police and city hall they're trying i mean they're just saying as soon as they show up in your area you got to call well dave i think that's you nailed the point there is that people have in the neighborhood have to call you want to stop them walk outside start taking pictures yeah (laughs) or just take it through the window now i can understand yeah if you don't want to walk right outside or whatever of course i'd just sling my ak-40 over my (laughs) shoulder 12 gauge shotgun go out there and say sure but you got to be active in your own community to protect your own community and i think that's crime watchers i'm I'm i haven't heard that term in a long time crime watch neighborhood crime watch and uh and then you have the sheriff show up if you 
if a community wants to put together a crime watch and then uh, it's a good thing, then you can invite the law enforcement to come in and tell you what's going on, and then you can tell them what's going on in the neighborhood. But dialogue and relationships with your local police department, and you can promote things by having your politicians come in and talk mm-hmm. to your crime watch and tell them, hey, w- w- you know, there's not a law against this, and, and, and there should be. There is a need for laws. Yeah. You know, but, but I think it's usually start with upholding the ones we've got instead absolutely. of making new ones. Absolutely. Something tells me that there are laws that say you can't drag race. Something. <laughs> you know, already. I don't think they yeah. need more yeah. laws. Nope. I, I am against them saying, well, if it's a bunch of kids traveling around together caravanning, that that should be illegal. I don't buy that. If right. they're not breaking any laws, then don't make a law so they're breaking a law. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't make yeah. them a yeah. criminal. Right. That's, that's just dumb. Yeah. Just because they're doing something. Yeah, so you can control is, somebody? Yeah, no. Yeah. Don't do that. You wouldn't like that as an adult. No. I don't like well, it as doing it as kids. That, that probably all of us in this room have caravaned when we're traveling somewhere. We'll, we'll get a, a group of people together, and there might be four or five cars or more, and, and we just we stay in a group. And there's there's some security there. If one of us has a flat or some of that na- something of that nature – there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, some things are are annoying, but but they're not breaking the law. No. I, I remember what was it back in I guess the uh, late eighties, early nineties when they used to gar springs, and the kids would just go up and down and up and down, and then they pull over into a parking lot and just. I lived on Gar Springs. Okay, that time. so you I lived that? there. You yeah. remember that? And they tell yeah. you that so you couldn't do that because you were loitering in the yeah, parking lot. Loitering in the parking lot, and I mean, kids are going to do something. Uh, but if if it's private property, that's a whole other story. Sure. Yeah, that's and, true. And the property right? owner can can address whether or not he wants that or not. And if he doesn't want it, then you know, that's, that's a trespassing mm-hmm. issue. It's trespassing. All right. When we come back, a very famous individual passed away over the weekend, and he was responsible for one of the longest reality TV shows ever on television. I'll tell you who it is when we come back. Got to get another break in. Final break for this hour of the Dave Ellswick Show brought to you by Dustin Turner. He wants you to know that there's three different things you can do with your home if you're looking to sell it. You can, one, have their people come by, look at it, and if you got everything fixed up in it, you can sell it right there. Look for the best, best price completely. Two, you can sell it as is. In other words, maybe there's some work that needs to be done, but because it's such a hot market, you go ahead and sell it anyway, and you still make more money than what you thought you were. Or three, he'll offer offer you a, a cash amount of money for your house. They do all three things for you if you you know if you want to sell your home. I'm still contemplating it. I'm. I'm pretty close to a decision, and I think I'm going to go ahead and sell because it's just too good right now, to be honest with you. 501-952-2969 is the number to call to talk to uh, Dustin Turner and the Dustin Turner home team, or you can go to hometeamsold.com, and they'll be able to help you out. As I've always told you, uh, call the only agent I'd call if I needed to sell my home. I don't need to. But it sure sounds to me like it might be a want-to time right now, and uh, I need to get with Dustin and, and see how much money he thinks I can get out of my home. All right, so when we come back, who is the famous person, had the longest-running reality TV show, 
who just passed away this weekend. I'll tell you when we return on the Dave Ellswick Show. First of all, maybe I should get the answer from my power panel, from Paul and from RD and, and of course, from the pastor. What is the longest-running reality TV show? I will tell you that it opens up every episode with a very popular song. Hmm. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna <laughs> oh, do? Cops. Yeah, cops. Oh, oh wow! Longest running reality TV show. Didn't you know, know I just that. didn't think of cops as a reality TV yeah. show. Yeah. Oh, I like o- cops. Over it's the over the weekend idea. on a the roadway uh, road race in uh, Baja, John Langley died. Wow. He's the guy who was behind cops. He's fifty five. No, he's seventy eight years old. Gonna make everybody feel. <laughs> He was only 55 years old. No, he was, was he racing or was he involved yes, in the race? he was racing and had a heart attack so he, and killed him. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. You know, kind of like the way loved, that, huh? that Macho that Man year, died. It's huh? the way Macho Man died. Remember Randy, yes, Randy, Randy Savage? Savage. Yeah. Macho Man, he was driving from a facility somewhere with his wife and had a heart attack while he was driving. She was able to grab the steering wheel wow. and get it across traffic without him hitting anybody and they hit a tree. Hey, but he was already right. dead. Junkyard oh. Dog died in auto crash too i think uh, or as a result of one at yeah. least i think well bottom line is that wow. he passed away he was in baja mexico it was an apparent heart attack cops was among the first reality series on air when it debuted in what year take a guess 1992 1985 close too soon i don't know I, 1989 1989 and it would mm-hmm. become an institution through 32 seasons wow. uh, langley and production partner malcolm barber you probably langley barber you see that mm-hmm. at the end of the show had shopped the idea for years found a home for it on the fledgling fox network <laughs> at the time because they were putting on anything see yeah. if it would stick yeah the show was famous for following the police from deputies in the deep south to officers from big city police departments on long, boring nights in patrol cars or in fevered foot chases. Its quirks, including its often shirtless suspects and its reggae theme song, Bad Boys, were frequent fodder for stand-up comics and were often referenced in films, TV shows, and songs. Now, Fox kept it until 2013. Then it was moved to Viacom with Spike TV. Then it went to Paramount. And then after the, the killing up in... In uh, uh, Minnesota, Minnesota. Uh, they took it off of uh, there, but you can still find it yeah. on TV stations all over uh, cable. Wow. Certain yeah, times. We, we don't think about that as a reality TV yeah, show, but I guess they I did. did go around with cameras. It wasn't just yeah. body cam video that they were as much as I like that. When they got to the point where, because of Wi-Fi, <laughs> they could go out and do it live. Mm-hmm. I, I like that the the police show they used to have on A and E, but they got rid of it because. Well, we don't want to show somebody, you know, driving somebody to the ground and putting their hands behind their back and cuffing them because they're stealing stuff. Now they want to make that okay. Cynthia Nixon, uh, who ran for governor of New York, uh, there uh, lives in New York City and said, well, you know, if they're taking something that they need to survive, uh, I don't think they should be charged with stealing. Well, why should we be surprised that a socialist would would? Well, yeah, because they do it all that, the time. That's their philosophy of, of, of government. It's like, yeah. well, we need it, therefore we're going to steal it. How about knocking on the door and asking for something that you need? Right. Yeah. 
people don't say no very often. You don't yeah. show up and ask for a cup of sugar anymore, do you? No. Can I have your color TV, please? <laughs> and, I mean, they do. All, why, yeah, see, what's see, the difference these, between that all these poor and from the government taking it out of your paycheck and giving it to people so you can buy a color the TV? The difference is that you can tell the guy that comes and tries to take your tele, color TV to get out of my house. Well, yeah. Or we're going to fight. You can't and, do that to yeah, the IRS agents. Right. When yeah. the IRS comes, and <laughs> com, comes or, or your, the people who collect your property taxes, if you try to fight them, they kill you. And, and if you attempt to, de- to defend yourself, they'll kill you. With, Which brings it, us to the last subject that I want to talk about today. Paul Calvert. Yes, sir. Who? What's going on with you and the city of Conway? So we had a hearing last Tuesday. My attorneys, Chris Corbett and Caleb Bumgarter, came to Conway. Or, or Chris is, lives in Conway, but Caleb is from um, uh, El Dorado. And... Um, so we had the hearing, and so we were supposed to have a jury trial, oh, three or four Except weeks ago. Except that no jury. No, yeah, so it wasn't a jury trial. What they ended up, they, they didn't reschedule my jury trial. They just scheduled a new, new pretrial hearing. Mm-hmm. Now, let me tell you, this case is two years old at this point. That's how long this has been drug out. And so they had another hearing. What does it say in the Constitution about a quick and speedy trial? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all relative. That's <laughs> all a, relative. That, that's one of those things that, that they just don't follow that part, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But um, so anyway, um, so they had had another hearing, rescheduled the trial. I think it's for October. That's a ridiculous. But so anyway, so I think it, the, the and that's and that's not even a sure thing because we're second out. I think, and so we, there's still somebody in front of us. We don't even. It's not even a sure thing on that. Here, let's explain what that means. Second Being a second out is like second in line. Yeah, for, second in line. You got a trial that's going on before you, right? Because they get their juries, they pick them, and then they hear a, tri- a, a case, and then they stay around and they hear the next case. Well, in, in this case, so a, lo- a lot of cases get pled out, so they get a plea bargain deal. Yeah. And so there's a decent chance that whoever's in front of me will take a plea deal, and then I'll be front first in line. Um, a and lot something of, tells me you're not going to. No, no, I don't. I don't intend to. I've been <laughs> I've been hanging around on this one for for two years now. Um, so kind of refresh. What is this about? So the city of Conway. So I'm I'm a landlord, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty lenient with my tenants. Sometimes um, my tenants, as any landlord will tell you, sometimes tenants will trash your properties, right? And so they they they'll wreck them out. So anyway, um. Uh, I had a tenant that kind of made a mess of one of my properties and um, actually a couple of different tenants, a couple of different properties actually. <laughs> but, um, and so the city decided that apparently the, the, um, the tenant didn't mess me over bad enough. And so the city decided to go ahead and prosecute me for stuff the tenants did to me. And so, so I was, I was literally charged for the rats that were inside my house. And that's against the law, is it not? Of course it's against the law. Yes, the state law very clearly prohibits uh, property owners from being held responsible for the actions of their tenants. And so, I and, so, so. I was, I'm literally being prosecuted for trash and other things my tenants left in the house. That's insane. Yeah, right, right. And so, and so, so we rescheduled the trial for sometime in October, I think. And then we also scheduled a um, suppression hearing. A suppression hearing, for those of you who don't know, is, is basically what happens when um, – so when, when government officials violate the Fourth Amendment, generally where we come into to, to play. What's the Fourth Amendment, Paul? Fourth Amendment is, is, the, is the right to be secure from, from um, searches and seizures. That's correct. Right. And so, so when government violates the Fourth Amendment, 
sometimes in a suppression hearing, you will they will throw the evidence out that they've discovered. And so, so in my case, the the government went and got a warrant. The city of Conway went and got a warrant, and they searched one of my houses. They went inside and went on a fishing expedition inside one of my houses. And so, after the tenant had trashed the place, there was lots of garbage and whatever else in there. Wow. And so they they filed a bunch of charges against me, mostly for stuff that the tenant had done. Somebody doesn't like you at City Hall. Yeah. And I'm hoping they're fixing to have to write me a big check. So October is the day, supposedly. Supposedly. The supposedly. day of reckoning, so to speak. So you're suing them? Well, yeah, and then we've got a lawsuit going also. So this is what we just talked about today was the, the prosecution side, but we've also got a lawsuit going against them. So, All right, well, we'll keep up on yep. it. We want to keep up on that. R.D., thanks for being here today. I enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. And uh, we me. appreciate you being here, Pastor. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Go see him tonight in Faulkner County. Yes, sir. At Vince's Barbecue? Vince's Barbecue. It's okay. uh, 630. All right. There's where you get to see uh, Conway. Pastor uh, Iverson at. And then uh, good luck on this, Paul. Thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, seriously, yeah. good luck to you. All right. We got to take a break. Uh, I'll be back uh, tomorrow at 6 a.m. And we'll start off with Elizabeth Sotolaro. And then we'll finish with the Bible guys here on the Dave Ellswick Show. See you at 6 a.m.